ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. By the way, this is service, a standing, this is the standing between the living and the dead service number 701. 701. Since the coronavirus plague uh, started. It was about a month or so uh, when God laid on my heart to start this service, this devotional service. Dear friends, my beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 563. Today, the Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, chose for our devotional reading Luke chapter 5 verse 4 now when he had left speaking he said unto Simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought Uh, Dr. Spurgeon goes on to expound and share in this devotional He and his family had devotions in the morning and in the evening. That's why, that's where we get the title from that famous book. One of the best devotionals ever written. We give God the glory. He said, we learn from this narrative the necessity of human agency. Go ahead, Spurgeon. The drought of fishes was miraculous, yet neither the fisherman nor his boat nor his fishing tackle were ignored. Human agency, you've got to do your part. Glory be to God in the miracle. But all were used to take the fishes. So in the saving of souls, God worketh by means. May I repeat that in your hearing, and may you take it and run with it. So in the saving of souls, which is miraculous, I know the saving of my soul was was miraculous, and then the grace that God has has shown me throughout my uh, being saved and the miracles that he 
worked in my life. All of that, multiple miracles. All by the grace of God. God worketh by means, by human agency, and while the present economy of grace shall stand, God will be pleased by the foolishness of preaching, go ahead Spurgeon, to save them that believe. When God worketh without instruments, doubtless he is glorified, but he hath himself selected the plan of instrumentality as being that by which he is most magnified in the earth. Means of themselves are utterly unavailing. Utterly unavailing. Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. What was the reason of this? Were they not fishermen plying their special calling and trade? Did they not know how to fish? They were the best. Verily, truly, they were no raw hands. They understood the work. Had they gone about the toil unskillfully? No. They knew what they were doing. Had they lacked industry? Were they lazy? No, they had toiled all night. They just told you that. Had they lacked perseverance? Did they quit too early like so many of us today? No perseverance whatsoever in, in, in many church folk today. No perseverance. Can't go through that. And listen to me. Let me just say something here. Um, for the first time, you know, I looked at a little bit of this documentary of the failure of Hill, Hillsong Church. A little bit of it. I, I, I was not planning on it. Because, and the reason why is because I predicted that it was going to fail. An article will go up today on one of our sites. The date and time that I predicted that... And I, I warned them. I warned them when Lentz allowed, Pastor Lentz allowed homosexuals into the church and had them in, minis- had them in leadership. <clears throat> I told Brian Houston and their team then, you need to fire him. And I said, you're going to lose 600000 to a million dollars when you do that. Because a lot of the people going to the church for the wrong reason, well, they'll leave. And they didn't do it. And so it began to crumble down to the ground. One of the, I mean, the man had a vision. One of the most powerful churches in the world, if not the most powerful church in the history of the world. The most influential church in the history of the world. I, I do not believe he would be in court today if he had done what I told him. But see, it's one thing you have, you're dealing with sin in the church, but when you bring a certain kind of sin, a man, uh, 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 an abomination, see, this is what people don't understand. 
into the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, he'll shut it down. You bring homosexuality into the church, you got them as members and up on the stage on the praise team and preaching and everything else, God will shut you down just like he shut down Sodom and Gomorrah as sure as I'm black. There's no human reason why that church should have fallen so greatly. I mean, a billions of dollar church. They had so many avenues of income, and it was not by design. They couldn't. They could not have designed that. God had just blessed them. But when they started compromising with the world and keeping the world and trying to conform the world into the world's image, the church into the world's image. And you're going to go so far as bringing in homosexuals as members and ministers in the church. You have lost your righteous mind and, if you, and then you're not going to repent. When you have been warned, God will take you down. As he's taken down many churches over the years. Past few years. And, and will take you home. We'll bring shame down upon you. And if you don't repent, he'll take you home. And you giving communion and, 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 and taking communion, living like that. Taking communion worldly. Uh, uh, God will take you home. And God has taken home thousands upon thousands of so-called ministers and church members. And if you are living in sin... You're living in a marriage full of adultery. Divorced and remarried, a whole lot of those have checked out. No reason, no, no, no biblical reason for the divorce, just irreconcilable differences. You want to change? Everybody wants to change, baby. Hey, 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 look at me. Uh, 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 did, did you hear what I said? That's just our wicked, sinful nature. We all want to change. But you've got to stop acting like a juvenile. Thinking that you can change something that you have committed to God and vowed to God about. You can't play with God. Now, let me tell you something about God. The, as the old saints used to say, the will of God grinds slow because of his love, mercy, and grace. But it grinds slow. You hear me? And he does not care how big you are or who you think you are. He'll bring you down to the ground. God has the power to do it. Man can't do it, but God can. Mighty have fallen. Many mighty have fallen. Messing with God. Trying to conform the church into the world's image. No, they had toiled all the night. Was there a deficiency of fish in the sea? No, certainly not. For as soon as the master came, they swam to the net in shoals. Go ahead, Spurgeon. What then is the reason? Is it because there is no power in the means of themselves apart from the presence of Jesus? Spurgeon, without him we can do nothing, the Bible says. 
Always remember that. But with Christ, we can do all things. Christ's presence confers success. You can say what you will, but the most, listen to me carefully, the most successful people in the world today and in the past have been believers in Jesus Christ. We don't get saved for that. I'm just saying uh, that is a result of trusting Christ as, as Savior, persevering with Him, growing with Him, making Him the head of your life. You will end up having a successful life if you do that. Putting Him first, following His will, not trying to run ahead of Him, as so many people do. You can't do that. You can do it, you can do it if you want to. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what Dr. John McNeil is going to do. Dr. John McNeil Jr., he's going to look at you. He's going to nod his head. He's going to have his glasses off. And he's going to have an uh, uh, unexcited look on his face. And, and he, he said, okay. <laughs> Woo! He goes, okay. All right, dude. Uh-huh. God can teach you better than I can. He, he doesn't waste any time with it. If he, uh, if he detected you, are not going to listen to what he said. So he's not going to tell you anything. And let you go right ahead. Go on with your bad self. Go ahead and jump ahead of God if you want to. <laughs> You're going to have to come back and humble yourself. I can tell you that. Follow the Lord and he will bless you. Obey God. Obey what God said, no matter how painful it may be to your flesh and to you. And do it joyfully. In good cheer. Have a good attitude now. Because God's watching. God watches your attitude. You understand me? Jesus watches your attitude. He, he's, he's all up in your business, man. Uh, he, he's watching your attitude, how you want to respond. And if you, if, if, if by His grace... Watch this. If by his grace he helps you to have a good attitude about what you're going through, then he'll bless you with the favor and blessing that you desire and open doors and opportunities and privileges along with your obedience now. You can't be sinning and whoring around and whoremongering around and being a homosexual. God's not going to bless that. And by the way, let me tell you homosexual something. Do not take communion. You're going to die. Do not take him. I don't give. I don't give a flip. What you talking about? You engage in homosexuality. Do not. Don't. Don't tempt God, man. Call yourself a Christian when you know you're not, and you're doing that foolishness. You're gonna die early. And that's right. God will make sure of it. It's already in motion with AIDS, which is still here. You don't have to wait on coronavirus. You keep on doing that, you're going to die of AIDS. And you're going to hell. I know your sweet preacher friends won't tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this because I love you. 
You need to repent of that foolishness, just like I'm telling adulterers and adulteresses and the swingers in the church to repent of their foolishness, or they're going straight to hell. Christians don't do that. Well, you know, we have needs and we do have desires. Okay, what you have, <laughs> you better obey God in it. Uh, I'm not, nobody picking on you. You people are just, you, you, you people are just more sensitive. And anybody who says anything against you, you, you go off the handle. Fly off the handle. I preach the same way to adulterers, fornicators, liars, uh, and anybody else who's sinning. You're going straight to hell. The Bible tells you that. Drunkards, going straight to hell. Jesus sat in Peter's boat and his will by a mysterious influence drew the fish <laughs> go ahead virgin <laughs> drew the fish to the net when Jesus is lifted up in his church his presence is the church is the church's power the presence of Jesus. You, you, you remove the presence of Jesus from the church when you sin against Jesus. And you're living in sin and you're bringing sin inside his church. He's going to take an exit. In the words of Dr. Tony Evans, <laughs> Jesus will exit the premises. You bring homosexuals up in here in his church and making the members... They cannot possibly be saved. Say what, preacher? Aren't you an evangelist? Yes, I am an evangelist. And I love to see people get saved. But see, here's what I know. Once you get saved, you're going to change. You can't stay a homosexual. You can't, you can't stay a fornicator. You can't stay an adulterer. You may slip and fall into something in the early years, but you're going to, uh, a month, but you're going to stop that because you, you have Jesus living on the inside of you. He's not going to be doing that with you. The shout of a king is in the midst of her. Mm -hmm. I, if I be lifted up, will draw all men unto me. That's what Jesus said. Let us go out this today on our work of soul fishing, looking up in faith and around us in solemn anxiety. Let us toil till night comes, and we shall not labor in vain. For he who bids us let down the net will fill it with fishes. Happy Easter to you. Happy Resurrection Sunday to you. How timely is that? Let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for using your servant, he being dead, yet speaketh. That's your power. And so we give you all of the glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ 
as your Savior as he did. Here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend, but I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried, and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10:9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, 
thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I pray, amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, Allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, 
please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good, is my prayer.